0: in Kenya. A little Chinese boy got busted at the airport. With not a gun, not a knife, not a bomb, not some anthrax, not a box cutter. He had 510 animal penises, 309 from a zebra, 14 from a lion, 27 from a giraffe, 46 baboon penises, 36 buffalo dicks, and 21 ding from a pink flamingo. Do you keep them all separated and labeled, or do you just mix them all up like checks Mix? How the hell you get your hands on a giraffe dick? Only person I know that probably can snatch a dick off a giraffe is Shaq. That sounds like some shit Shaq could do, y'all just be in the African safari minding y'all damn business all of a sudden he said, I bet y'all go over there and snatch the dick off of that giraffe. on with that bullshit, Shaq. The TSA was mad at the dog because the dog sniffed the bags but didn't start barking. He didn't say nothing. I don't blame that goddamn dog. I guess that damn dog was thinking hell if he snatched a dick off a wild animal, what the hell you think he gonna do to me? I start snitching, he gonna start snatching. I ain't got time for that shit. I'm going to lunch in five minutes. Out of all them animals, I feel sorry for the lion the most. How the hell you supposed to be the king of the jungle? And you out here roaring in soprano. Damn lion supposed to scare people with his roar. He just get, Rawr! That's a lion. Y'all done snatched the lion dick off. Now he running around the juggle sounding like this. Now the whole pride of lions is embarrassed as hell. Is that Mufasa sounding like that? I take my hat off to whoever sat down and counted all them dicks in that airport. I hope you washed your hands before you went to lunch.
3: You can also join in the conversation by texting 267 3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back,
4: and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub.
1: Hey, this is Brett Myers. You're listening to Corner Pub Sports.
4: Corner Pub Sports.
1: Everybody, what is up? Corner Puff Sports coming at you here live. We're live on Facebook. And, of course, if you're downloading on iTunes, Spotify. Satchel. Satchel. We thank you guys so much. I'm Sean. Let's go. What's up? It's Mike. What's going on, guys? How's everybody What's feeling? Up? How's everybody
2: my uh, headphones going?
1: Yeah. Same
2: old, same old.
1: Yeah, everybody good. Yep. Callie yeah, out here on the deck. Callie just chimed in. He said, "Gary." <laughs> so we figured it nice. Nice. Oh man, you got the deck done. Yeah, he's sitting well, on the deck, should... well half done. Yeah, nice. Halfway there. Looks, nice. Looks good, man. Thanks. Yeah, deck. Yeah, you good. doing it
2: yourself or? Nah, oh, guy's doing it for me. Oh, okay.
1: Looks good. I was
3: gonna say that's a that's a
2: project. It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah.
3: What
1: the whole man
2: Finding the lumber, finding the lumber is a nightmare to begin with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nope,
2: nobody has it.
1: So th- that's what you're doing tonight. You got a little umbrella. You got lights on. You got a beer in hand, or what? Absolutely, brother. Good. There you go. A little blue moon. A little blue moon action. I
2: mean, Where's your beer?
1: Right here. I got a golden, uh, golden pills in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the lager. Golden. What do you got, Mike? Southern tier. There you go.
3: Lakeshore what? Fox.
1: Nature Fox.
2: Lakeshore oh, Lake Lake Fox. Fox. I
1: thought Fox. <laughs> Nature Fox. <laughs> huh. We're going to be joined.
2: To, to we're going to. No uh,
1: not for a little while, man. We're going to be joined by a special guest tonight. His name is Matt Edwards, and you'd be like, "Who the hell's Matt Edwards?" You'll find out, and and he's 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 uh, a, a great Twitter Twitter follow. So, as we got kids in the background, <laughs> please, please, um, he's a great Twitter follow, and you'll find out why we're having him on uh, a little bit later. So it should be fun.
4: But why don't we start? Why don't we start about
1: uh? You know, talking about the MLB and what's going on with the MLB right now because that's uh I t- when we when we said we we're gonna do a show tonight, we had a much different look on it than what it ended up turning out to be as of today, because some things happened today that might change if we're even gonna get baseball at all. But it sounded like baseball was getting yeah, close.
3: So Yeah, I mean, so I'll be the first to say that I um fell for the clickbait call me Gary. When I seen Manfred say a deal was in place for the 60 games, I got excited that it was... And then not realizing that that was just yet another posture by him saying, hey, yeah, putting the pressure on the players to take the deal. And then Tony Clark you know, immediately responds back with an arrogant like we're not signing into anything this and that this is not an agreement by any means and right this that and the other thing and it just so it just uh and then I was like oh and then it just got worse from there and then today happened
1: yeah so like you know you're going from you know uh, 110 games to 50 games to and it seemed like there you know then it's 90 to this and then, and then the other day it was seventy and 60, or sixty and fifty. The commissioners offering right. fifty, they're offering sixty, and then today they just came out and said. I thought it, it was sixty and seventy, but yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it was sixteen seventy. Instead, uh, it was. You're right. Instead of meeting them in the middle, MLB says we're not counter. We're not counter. Uh, um, uh, Jesus, why am I why am I blanking right now? We're not counter offer. we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not making counter a counter offer. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to make a counter offer here. Uh, this is this is where we are, and now talks have stalled. However, as Callie just pointed out in the text thread, things have taken a nosedive because the the Philadelphia Phillies and the Blue Jays facilities are both closed because of COVID. The the Phillies had uh, five players and three staff members come down with COVID. Blue Jays had a couple, uh, and and that's not all. I mean, a golfer j- you know just got tested. Eleven NHL players have now have been diagnosed with COVID. I'm starting. So that might change
3: the NHL.
1: I'm starting to think we're not going to get any sports. I'm I'm starting to think that like football. You know Ezekiel Elliott this week has it right. Who All knows? Right. Like unless unless they you know uh, Fauci came out and said unless you keep these guys in a bubble, you're not going to be playing. And you're starting yeah. to see why. I'm, this is the first time. Like throughout the entire time, I've been trying to be optimistic, be like, ah, it'll be all right, it'll be over by then. Well, we keep hearing about a second wave coming in the fall, and now this is happening And when these guys aren't in a bubble, right? It's a contact sport. You know, these guys are gonna stay away from their families for six months? I don't think so. This is not good. I, I, this is the first time I'm thinking we're not gonna get sports yeah um it's either that or
3: you you accept the fact that this is just the way that it's going to be that there's going to be some people that get it they're gonna to need to recover and, and move on and be quarantined and but I mean that's kind of what the rest of the world's doing, isn't it like, a lot of people are going back to work or I mean I, you know I know your place is all, always-
1: yeah. I, I hear you on that. The only problem with that is is that it takes, you know, it's not like, I mean, these guys should be getting tested every day, right? That's what you would think would happen. They get tested in the facility every single morning, you know, when they walk in. And maybe that's the one way you can kind of gauge it and say, all right, well, you're not coming in today and you're staying home there's, for two weeks.
3: There's not enough tests, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the only way they can maybe do like it.
3: like a million tests. Yeah.
1: That's the only way they're going to be able to do it.
3: Either that, or they're just going to have to accept it. And my dad swears that if they start playing, that somebody's going to die. That there's going to be it's true. there's going to be players that die during it.
1: Hey, it's it's I mean, hard. That's not far fetched. No, that's not far fetched at all. Yeah, would that be the you know? The even if they're call?
3: the best, even if they're in the greatest shape and this and that, and have the best doctors, it's everybody's immune system is different. I guess. I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, this is horrible situation because i i was really optimistic going into this week into this week's show because i was like hey we're gonna get baseball or we're gonna be really really close to getting baseball we can start talking about some sports and there's you know we have other stuff going on tonight um we're gonna talk about the mcguire sosa thing even if you haven't seen it you, you remember the story and and uh we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit but and uh, I, yeah, got- I didn't
3: actually get a chance i couldn't i couldn't for the life of me find the uh, imperfect either unfortunately
1: oh okay that one was it was alright. This one wasn't. We'll, we'll get into it. Uh, Gary, did, Gary, did you end up watching or no? No, nah. no. You nah, guys this week. You guys didn't miss anything. I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, and we'll get into it. And I got a story about uh, the Canadian Hockey League, which is pretty messed up. And then Mike's got a fuck you bin tonight, so I'm I'm gonna be curious to hear that. And like you I said, about Carcillo. yeah, what's yeah. that? Dan Carcillo. Yeah, it's oh, okay. it's it's, uh, it's interesting. And then uh, okay. and like I said, we're gonna have Matt Edwards calling in about 15 minutes. fifteen minutes. He's gonna join us on the stream here. It should be a lot of fun to have him on. Um, I've been trying to get him on for a little while. I was waiting until we had a a show, you know, uh, close to baseball, so I figured I'd ask him to come on. So should be cool. Yeah. Um, but Gary, I mean, what are your thoughts at this point with 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 baseball and sports in general dealing with this? I mean, do you think? Do you think we're going to see sports this year?
2: I mean, it's bothersome with uh, hockey and the baseball. I mean, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I'm sure that, that's bothering a lot of fans. So up to the point where I accept it that you may not see those. Like if we don't have football, that's that's going to be bad.
1: Yeah, your audio dropped uh, you out a little bit, but.
2: I'll be all right as long as we have football.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well. We we did a, a Twitter poll. How confident are you that we're going to see the major sports played this year? And so far, so the choices are absolutely will not looking good or not a chance in hell. Sixty-seven percent of the votes say not looking good. 20, wow. Twenty-five say absolutely will will, and seven percent say no chance in hell. I'm 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 starting to think there's no chance in hell. And I, 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 well, I hope. I swear, I'm. I hope I'm wrong, but it's not. Oh like yeah. It.
3: Well, if there's new no football this year, at least Brandon Brooks's injury won't matter. <laughs> oh, we'll just play
1: pocketball. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's that's tough, that's man. That's
3: another topic that happened this week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gary, I'm I'm losing. You might. Have to... No, not that, Gary. Shut up, Gary. You might have I'll to play to jump... pocket ball. Gary, yeah, you might have to jump back on. I I don't I can't hear you. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, his his audio is like all.
3: Callie's for no chance, now. know. Yeah.
1: His audio is all messed up. Um Yeah, I I'm, I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking like Cali here. Uh, like it, it's it's weird that all these things happen today. A- uh, yeah, like
3: what like how did this stuff happen? Like what happened before that? Like were they not tested? Or well, they were opening up the, all of a sudden.
1: They're opening up the facilities, you know, and, the, and these guys are getting tested. You know,
3: oh, uh, so they, as they're opening up the facilities, they're realizing. I think that a lot of people have it. They're just asymptomatic. I think that there's so many people that have it mm-hmm. that don't even realize it. You know, maybe half the world's already had it.
1: Well, like Zeke Elliott even said, he's like, "I'm fine. Like I didn't know I even had it. I feel fine." Right. But. Yeah. Um, oh, got, got stuck in his half shirt. <laughs> yeah, I can hear a lot better now, Gary. Uh, so, the Brandon Brooks. Yeah, you brought up Brandon Brooks. He he tore his Achilles jogging at the Novacare Complex.
3: Jogging, yeah. And this is after the torn triceps and the, what was it, the other Achilles the year before that. So, yep. the guy's just, you know, just bitten injury prone. Fantastic. Might be the best guard in the league.
1: What yeah. yeah, definitely. At least, definitely on the left side of the left side of the uh, the line, he's he's definitely the best, without a, without a doubt.
2: Well, when it comes to him, I'll quote from the Christmas story: "Fragilely, <laughs> it's, it's fucking yeah. fragile, dude. He's fragile.
3: That it's, sucks, man. They owe him a ton of money, and there's nothing they can do about it.
1: He's 31 now. You figure an Achilles is a year." He'll be 32 going on 33 by the time he comes back.
3: <sighs> and he's got two and will have and I've 2 years left, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't, I, don't think he
2: play, I don't think he plays again.
1: I think he'll play. I don't. I think he plays again, but I don't think he's going to play at the level that he was. I mean, he's got
3: like 12 million. He's got 12 million reasons why to play.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, he's getting paid regardless.
3: Well, I mean, if he's healthy, he's got to play. All right. Unless he's unless you think that he's going to sit out and be injured for two years.
1: He's a, he's a professional athlete. I don't see him not like he's looking at it going. Ah, oh, crap! I got to do this again. But you know, he's been yeah. through it before. He'll be he'll be all right. He'll be yeah, he'll, he'll be back be, out yeah. there.
2: That, Kelly, that, Kelly put up a Kelly put up a play too. Getting getting through one of those injuries is bad enough. Peters, I think, did. did it twice. Yeah, he did. What Kelly said.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
2: But not everybody's Jason Peters either. Yeah. Yeah. But Brandon Brooks is pretty good. Yeah, but I'm just saying, is, is he able to win both those injuries? Yes, we'll see.
1: But, I mean, talk about, like, just horrendous luck. You know, this team, uh, here we are in, in June, and, we, and we're already losing players for the year. Like, yeah, that, that to me is ridiculous. Well, that happens. It, it seems to happen
3: every once in a while. Like the mini camp, I remember Corral Buck- Buckholder, We were really relying on him. He ended up tearing an ACL or oh, something yeah. before the season started. We were yeah. like, you know, what are we gonna do? Like, it happens.
1: Oh, absolutely, but it's just God. Like this team, it, this team's just it just seems like they're snake bitten. Like it seems like Carson Wentz always has the the, the deck like. Just piled so high in front of him, you know. Yeah, But the cards are stacked yeah. up against him every time, every year. It's like, oh, here we go, going into the year. Look at all these weapons he has, and then something stupid happened. Like last year was just insane. He he finally is able to stay healthy the entire year, and his entire receiving core just falls apart.
2: And they yeah. went to the playoffs
1: because he willed them. I mean, and that yeah. that showed a lot. That showed a lot to yeah. me. I, I know a like lot he of people
2: put the weight of the team on his own shoulders.
1: Yeah. Yeah, don't, it's just – it's crazy. It's a shame, man, because now, you know, he like you said, he loses the best guard in the league, arguably. And now you're looking for a replacement. I mean, wh- what do you do? What do you do now at that position? I,
2: I think you try the guys, you have him in, in, in place already. I agree. So you don't, you don't bring Peters back. I uh, would bring him back, yes, but I do not have him as a full-time starter, Mike. I'm here.
1: I'm here to go to the house. Okay. So basically your options on the team, you, you, you drafted uh Jack Dr- Driscoll in the fourth round. Uh you got Matt Pryor. Yeah, Matt Pryor, you have Jordan Mulata. You know, you have this who's
2: never seen regular season playing time.
1: But then again, either has Jack Driscoll. Matt Pryor has Matt Pryor. Has Matt Pryor did okay last year when he had to fill in? He, he, he played okay, yes.
3: It was right. in well, for Brooks, right?
1: Right,
2: yes. But um, then who's
3: his backup because you know somebody's gonna get hurt. So now, now you're really now the depth Steve tested more. So
2: I mean, there's 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 guys out there to get, yeah. Well... Jason Peters, I, I think I think he should be the first one you talk to.
1: Well, yeah, Peter... Reason he, being is yeah.
2: because he, he knows the system. Like, he knows the coaching staff. He knows the team. He knows what they want. Especially in this year when
3: you don't even have an offseason or God knows what's going on with that.
2: Correct.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other guys out there, you have uh, Larry Warford. You know, he was a pro bowler. I mean... So was the guy
2: from Chicago that opted not to uh extend his option. Um from a long family.
1: Oh, Chris Long. Yeah, I thought oh, that Ka- was Kyle Long. long. Yeah. yeah, Kyle Long. Kyle long. Yeah.
2: He's a four-time pro bowler.
1: Yeah. And he knows um the new Eagles assistant, um Rich Scangrella. He-, he played for him in Denver. Yeah. So he had, you know, he yeah. has he has a little bit of history with him. Yes. You know, is I don't know, man. Oh, I, I kind of like think they are going to stick with Matt prior. He
2: wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna retire. But it got better there in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, if anyone's going to talk to Kyle Long, it would be Chris Long, right? Tell him how yeah. great of a coach Doug Peterson is, and G, absolutely. Gee golly, yeah. gee golly, he's great. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh.
2: Gee, <laughs> Bite <laughs> my, my lip and tickle my honey with a feather,"
1: <laughs> Kelly said. "Well, Milad is good at rugby, you know. Uh, yeah, he'll and, go and, back and play fucking rugby. That that dude is a—he is a monster, though, man. If he could—if he could <coughs> learn a position,
3: yeah, they've, been, they've been waiting on him for a couple years now.
1: Yeah, this is year three now going into. Because didn't he get hurt the first year? Yeah. yeah. So.
2: But the side of the guy. Here, just run into this guy. Don't let this guy get by past you.
1: That's right. Oh man, it's a shame. Absolute shame. It is. But yeah, like, So while
3: we're on the Eagles, can we talk about the other uh the other story that came out? that Jamal Adams?
1: Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go for it.
3: So, yeah, Jamal Adams released his list of desired teams to be traded to. The Eagles were one of them, the Ravens, the Cowboys, um, and a couple other teams. Nine, like Chiefs, the, uh, the Chiefs, playoff. the Niners. Niners. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's
1: looking for a playoff Yeah, all the, all, the, all the good teams.
2: Right. I just don't think the Eagles have what they need. What it's going to take to get them.
3: I agree. Yeah. Um, it's going to cost too much to get him for a rental, and you're not going to be able to sign him long term because they're in cap hell next year.
1: All right? He, he's a, he was an early first round pick, wasn't he?
3: Seventh pick overall, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So he's making some money anyway, Callie's, even on his rookie deal.
1: Cali said he wanted. So was, uh, I'd be worried about his attitude, man. You know, like it. It's, it just seems like he he might be another one of those kind of troublemaker players. Like why me, 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 guy? Yeah, like, and then he's like shitting on the quarterback situation. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna go out and pay the quarterback that much?" And I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not worth that and stuff like that. Like, no, dude, you play safety. Quarterback's the most important position on the field. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like yeah, another but
2: look at this shit team he's on, John. Oh, yeah, he's on a shit team.
1: Yes, he is. That team. Yes. Yeah. You talk about it. the Patriots are probably on their way down, and the Jets still don't have a chance to win it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Buffalo's
3: probably the, got the best chance to win that division.
1: They might, and I don't even really think they're that good of a team. <laughs> Honestly. The Jets
2: I, are a fucking dumpster fire.
1: Yes, they are.
3: No, I mean, I don't I – mean, the AFC East right now might be the worst division in football.
1: Top to bottom. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be true. I mean, this, uh, the North, I mean, the Steelers or uh, Bengals – I mean, you got the Ravens, though. Ravens, Ravens are pretty good. Yeah, Ravens. Ravens and Steelers. Because you figure Ben's coming back for the Steelers, so they should be half decent. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So they. He is play. And the West is good. You know, you got a couple decent teams there. Uh, the South,
3: eh. You got yeah, Houston. Even in Tennessee, Indy. though. Tennessee. Tennessee's all right. Yeah,
1: like they're. Indy's okay. I, you know, I don't think they're, they're an average team. They have a good yeah, defense. Yeah, I think
3: all those teams are. All they're seeing is Houston, Indy, um, Tennessee. They're all kind of a nine-win type team. Yeah. Um, but but in the East, the AFC East, I'm sure that there's going to be one nine-win team, but that's probably about it. Maybe 10. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins. So we forgot about the Dolphins. Yeah, they're going to suck.
1: Yeah, they're going to be pretty bad. I didn't want to mention them. Although
3: there are – yeah. Yeah. I know that they're kind of, you know, trust the process. So, but but you know, what's scary though the uh, the Cowboys might have to getting Jamal Adams. Although I I can't imagine that the Cowboys are in great financial didn't caps. You, didn't they just sign uh, Clinton? Dix?
1: They just got Clinton Dix, right? They're uh, in a, yeah. they're in a bad for a one year deal. I think they're in a big cap situation. Like they 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 have a lot of money to allocate. So I don't I don't know if right. that's going to work out for them. Yeah. Yeah, And
2: they just gave the wide receiver big money.
3: Yeah, they gave Cooper big money. They gave um, Zeke big money. They're going to have to pay Zach – or, I mean, Dak. um, Somebody else that they gave big money to, too.
1: Uh, Linebacker. Um, Shit, I'm I'm blanking. But, yeah, they paid a linebacker a lot of money. Um, They paid their offensive lineman last year. Yes, they have a lot of money. Uh, tied up right now. Yeah, I can't think of a linebacker. It's not Sean Lee The other the young kid. Uh, the kids for Notre yeah. Dame. Notre Dame. Um, Jesus. Oh my come God! Come on, Cali.
3: you oh, usually go with come that. Come on, Vanderesh. Vanderesh, no, right? No,
1: no, no, no. He, no, he tore. He tore his leg. Missed the first year, his rookie season. Came out of Notre Dame. Anyway, oh, um, you know what I'm talking. Was Smith or something? Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Jane Smith. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. He's so good we can't remember his name. <laughs> huh. uh, if you i help you. Then I might as well You well. got to help. You got to help there, Mike. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> this is every day. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, Callie, Callie just said Vanderbosch, too. No, not Vanderbosch. It was Jalen Smith. Although he's the, he's the lead. Um, so, I'm waiting for a, a Matt, Matt to call in in a few minutes here. Speaking of process, because you just mentioned Joel Embiid, uh, the Sixers. So, obviously, we, we talked about the corona thing. The Sixers uh, are going to be re- – supposed to be reporting soon, and they're going to be in that little bubble, as we keep hearing about. Um, sure. You know, what – what kind of shape is MB going to be in? Because he's been sitting at home for the last two months. He's kind of have – unfortunately, he has that that reputation not be the hardest worker when it comes to things.
3: He said he's working out six days a week.
2: Uh, he's probably all fat, sitting at home, eating sea steaks, drinking beers.
1: Uh, he's not a drinker, though. He's a Shirley Temple. He drinks Shirley Temples, right?
3: Oh my god. That's cuz he wasn't old enough to drink for most of his life. He got his driver's license finally.
1: Oh, did he? Well, that's good. Yeah. The things How's you do, the great. things you do when you're in quarantine. Yeah. A video a video came out of Ben Simmons um like going crazy like dunking and all doing self passes and doing 360 dunks and stuff. And he's weightlifting and all that stuff. So, I guess his back's feeling better. So, when they do continue, maybe he'll be back.
3: Well, the interesting thing that they're saying is, like, he's not going to be back full capacity. I'm like, I thought that this injury wasn't no big deal. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, he had three months and he's still going to be.
1: Yeah, that's what – the, what the hell? I mean, you figure what – so, it's been two, two two and a half months since he got hurt, right? Because he missed, what, the last week or two before they went out? You know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and yeah. Uh, what the hell? Like, yeah, like you just said, it wasn't supposed to be that serious of an issue because they said it, if the playoffs came around, he'd be ready. Well, the player, the playoffs right. would have been over by now.
3: Right. And he's still kind of like, well, you know, he might be okay. So I don't know. It, it's what does that mean for the rest of the, you know, his career?
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I, I don't, I don't get that. I need I, I got
3: to go. Oh. Okay. Callie said that his brother-in-law installed um, a 200-inch TV screen. I guess that's probably Embiid.
1: Yeah, yep Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's crazy. 200 freaking inches. Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah.
1: That's what she said. That's
3: like five times the size. That's five times the size of the TV that's behind me.
0: Giggity, yeah. giggity, oh. giggity. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's nuts. That's pretty nuts. Jesus, my, my headphones are going crazy on me here.
2: There we go. All right. So why can't I see you, brother?
1: Are you on your phone? You stuck there. Yeah. That's why. I got you. It's the same as every other time. Uh,
3: Two hundred fifty thousand. It cost. Holy shit! What for a
1: TV? Apparently. What's the most you've ever spent on something like 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 that, like electronic? Not not speaking a car, not speaking a house, but something like like materialistic like that.
2: Well, my yard. This all this everything I had done in the yard. I'm right at ten grand. Well,
3: I mean. Finish in the basement, but I mean, bro, oh, right? That, that could be expensive too. Uh, the arcade I got ended up being nine hundred.
1: I'm trying to think, like, what? What would have been my my biggest thing? Like something, you no, know, something. It doesn't have to be silly, but like, like your yard though, Gary. Like, no,
2: nah, your bar.
1: No. Nah. I mean, $500 on PlayStation 4 was... That's not
2: astronomical, though.
1: Yeah. not nothing. That that might... I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the biggest thing I've ever bought in my entire life was was the house.
1: Well, yeah, I wasn't counting well, that. Well,
3: yeah. No, I mean, we're trying to think of something that's not quite...
1: 1200 bucks, like an
3: electronic type thing.
1: 1200 bucks on an electronic drum set, Wait.
3: yeah. Yeah, I guess that's that's probably the one thing for me. Is probably the arcade that uh at the pool table. I got it, I got it for free, but I had to get it put together. So, I mean, that costs money.
1: But, but 200, what was it? What was it again? $250,000. For TV, for a two hundred inch TV, a cool, Jesus Christ! I, Callie dude, that's said, a "Callie said his tits. Oh, they okay. cost them. They cost them ten grand. That's a hell." Yeah, it is. Callie said, "What?" He said, "His tits. They cost him ten grand."
4: He <laughs> ah. got it all over my shorts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, just just for once.
2: Dings! I love that. Is that the best?
1: It's the best. It's so random, too. Um, so the uh, you, you didn't get to watch it, the ESPN special, but I just wanted to hit on it real quick. Yeah. So it was called the Long Summer, and it was on uh, last last week on ESPN. And honestly, it was um, it was not. Really well done, in my opinion. Um, it was kind of okay so. Basically, like for the first fifty minutes, or it was two hours long. For the first hour and forty-five minutes, it was just about the race and how they were back and forth, and then you know how Griffey was involved, and they kind of went a little bit in Griffey into Griffey, and then that's right,
3: Griffey did. That's right, Griffey. Uh- Follow him until about 50 or something, then he dropped off or something, right? Even before he got
1: hurt, that, off like or... like August, he I think he only had like two home runs in August or something, so that was the end of that. Uh, so yeah. he dropped out. Yeah, I think he was like, at one point he was like 10 behind, and then he ended up catching up like a little closer near the all-star break and then kind of trailed off after that. But So it was basically like how Sosa, I forgot about this, like how McGuire's like, look, I knew Sammy Sosa was in our league. He's like, but I didn't really know who Sammy Sosa was. Right, i mean, that's kind of weird because I, I knew who Sammy Sosa was then, but I I don't know whatever, and um, so you know they, they're kind of going back and forth and they're patting each other on the back the whole show and you know, you know I really like Sammy and I really like Mark and you know they're showing Sammy in his like, uh, Joker from uh, Suicide Squad outfit with the, he's got a little rose, you know, and he's white like Michael Jackson now which is insane. Uh,
3: oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Yeah, you
3: know what's. They, when he. When Maguire broke the record, weren't they playing the Cubs?
1: Mm hmm. When he tied. When he, uh, like him and, him when and he Sosa, tied it, I yeah. think. I think it's when he tied it. Yeah. It Maris's record, yeah.
3: Him and, him and Sosa kind of like did the, the high five or like did that whole. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the whole like. I ki- remember that. Kissing uh, the lips yeah. and heart and thing. Yeah, you know, all that. And then he did. McGuire showed him how to do his little uppercut handshake thing that yeah, he had yeah, going yeah. on. Uh, so yeah, there was that going on. But and it yeah, yeah, 'cause that was a three game yeah, it was a three game series, uh in was it in Chicago that he did that? No, I think it was in St. Louis that he broke it.
3: I feel like it was in St. No, Louis. No, it was.
1: No, no, no. When he broke Maris' record, it was in Chicago, I think. When he when he okay. or when he tied it, I'm sorry. And then he broke it in St. Louis. His
3: first game back in St. Louis. Yeah, like it was like a
1: line drive shot. to to, line uh, drive laser beam. Yeah. It was like a shortest home run he hit that season. Yeah. So they spent the first hour and 45 minutes doing that. And it it did take me back because, like, that was such a fun season. Like, that season was just – God, that that was such a blast to kind of – because the Phillies had, like, John Zuber – and Mark Lewis, you know? Yeah. And, and like, we had, like, Benito. Yeah, Sant- there,
3: there nothing, yeah, there was nothing going on with the Phil, so.
1: I don't think we even had Benito Sanchez. out. I think Lieberthal was catching at that point. But, you know, whatever the case was, like, we had no – like, Robert Person was, like, our ace. Like, we had <laughs> nothing. Like, nothing going for us. So, Duckworth. Th- yeah, I don't – yeah, if Duckworth was even there yet, I guess. Yeah, Maybe. Um yeah, I'm trying to think who else was Michael Mims. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Toby Borland. That is a face that I wanted to punch so hard. I hated Toby Borland. Every time that dude came in the game, oh, I hated him and his fucking Pinocchio nose and his stupid mustache. Oh, I hated him. Whenever I hear the name Toby I, I picture him. Uh, Scott Rowland was on the team. Yeah, Cali's right. Yeah, Rowland. Unhappy Rowland. He's all pissed off. Abreu. <laughs> Abreu was on the team. Rico Bronya, Yeah. Um, so uh, so we had that going for us, which which wasn't nice. Uh, I don't have that sound clip on the, on the board now. Um, but, yes, yeah, so it was kind of cool to, like, go back and, and, and relive that. Because it, it, that was exciting. And baseball did make a major comeback from that. From that whole that whole era, that whole year, um, you know, trying to get a Cardinals ticket was like the toughest ticket in, in America at that point. You know, no, nobody wanted to. <laughs> Toby McGuire, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly said, um, no. You know, everyone wanted to go see McGuire, and, and everyone was showed up. Remember, the, remember the batting practices? Like everyone was going early. Just to catch a bat, you know, a bat and practice yeah, yeah. home run. Like, get out of here with that. <laughs> so the last like 15 minutes, they finally get into the steroid stuff. It's like, really, like the whole
3: because uh, they they wanted to, they wanted to brush that under the rug. Basically, you think?
1: Well, I don't think they brushed like so. Like in the middle, they mentioned for two seconds, like, oh yeah, he had creatine in his locker, and no one knew what it was, and you know, blah blah blah. And they kind of like let it let it go from there. And that was it. That's all you heard about it. But then, um, but then at the end, they they kind of went into a little bit where they talked about the hearings, uh, where Maguire pretty much, you know, he came clean. He said, "Yeah, I, I did, you know, I I, I, yeah. I, I did it." And they asked Sosa, and Sosa, his response was so cringeworthy. Um, and this is after, like, he had already tested had already tested positive? Sosa did. Let me get him on air. Sorry, I'm trying to bring Gary back on. There we go. My phone keeps out on me. What's that? My phone keeps shutting on me.
2: Oh, yeah, that's all right Man, yeah. but having trouble with it for the past week.
3: Yeah, I know that the T-Mobile service has been shoddy.
1: Didn't you drop it in the pool? I, I think they had some
3: problems with you.
2: Does it again? I'm going to put the phone down on the post, and I'm going to cannonball into the pool.
3: <laughs> that's a bad idea.
2: <laughs> no, nah, that's not. That's a good idea.
3: Oh, you mean like you're going to leave the? I thought you were going to go in with the phone.
1: Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> I lean it against the post. Okay. What was what was that leaning against the post? My phone Oh. And cannonball oh, into the pool. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so they they finally they finally get into the steroid stuff and uh like I said so so they ask Maguire Maguire camp comes clean. They ask Sosa, and he he's like who, who by the interviewer. Who, who, who what are you what are you asking me that for? What are you asking me that for? everyone back then did it. What what do you what do you want from me? Why would you ask me that? Um dude, because you hit 66 home runs in a season. That's why. Like that's why they're asking you. Yeah. And you and you didn't hit anything close to that again. And It's a
3: documentary on your season like what yeah.
1: He was all defensive about it. So he he denies it, but yet he tested positive back in like 2002, 2003 for doing steroids. So it's like, dude, you, you you were already caught, so Alright, we got uh yeah. yeah, we got Matt Edwards. Let's see if he can jump on here. Let's see. I'm trying to get him on here. Yo uh, Hey, let me get you in here. You hear me? Yes, sir. Just trying to get you, you on. Hear me? Yep. All right. All right. All right. Alright, we're bringing uh give me one second here. Sorry, I'm messing with the stream here. So we're bringing Mr. Matt Edwards onto the show what's up brother so, How you so doing, Matt welcome to the show brother you so 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 most people guys. most people like have like a man cave or like a room they kind of settle in like a you know maybe they like to decorate their basement you know a little bit here Matt is known on twitter from for, for me personally is one of the coolest follows on Twitter. Matt has a relief room. A relief room. And you're like everyone has a relief room. Like, right? But Matt's relief sure. room. Yeah. But sure. Matt's Matt's well, rel- you relief yourself. It, it is the most unique bathroom you'll ever come across and why is he on the show, a sports show and well, I think Matt needs to uh tell us
5: Yep, it is, uh, it is the bathroom, right? It is, uh, you relieve yourself, so I figured I would line it with Philly's relief pitchers. Uh, being a giant Phils fan, it's uh, it's kind of the, the, the classic story, right? Me and my dad always have gone to games together for 100 years. And in fact, it was my dad that started it. I bought my parents' house. Like, I bought the house that I grew up in. So he oh, okay. it, and it was after the 08 World Series when Bradledge struck out. Eric Kinski and just that iconic, you know, image of him. Pops and I were so excited together. I mean, we called each other and just screamed into the phone with each other. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure a lot of people did, right?
4: Yeah.
5: Uh, and he's like, I, I, I don't want this to end. I don't want this to end. Where can I put this picture? And I'm like, you should put it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was alone, so we had to put Tugger in there with him. And it was like, well, all right, there's our two champions. We've got our champions. Well, this is just too funny to stop. And that's just how it started. Was uh, was with that? So that's the that's the impetus for the relief room. Was was just that that sharing the love of the fills, but then also of potty humor and mustaches and just you know general hilarity. Nice, it's, yeah. it's amazing.
3: What's, what's the uh, what's the premise of it? Like what what qualifies other than just being a Philly reliever? Like they, do they have to be? Did it be funny looking? Did it have to be awful? Like some like what?
5: Yeah, well, the funny looking helps, and the awful certainly helps because nobody, everybody remembers Brad Lidge and Tug McGraw, and there's a hundred of them that you remember, Mitch Williams, right? Yeah. It's the Tyson Brummets of the world. It's the Erskine Thomason's. It's the guy (laughs) that got the cup of coffee that literally pitched one inning. You know, I I, I champion those guys.
3: That's Uh, awesome. So you got like a guy that basically came in relief one, like, you know, gave up a long ball and was taken out, and like he's sitting on your wall somewhere. That's you exactly feel like right. A part of him somewhere.
5: <laughs> that's exactly right. There's a there's a guy on Twitter. It's great. that played in the late '80s, I think it was. Uh, and he, he was he was the uncle of BJ Serhoff. You all remember his? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. BJ Serhoff and his uh, his rookie star, Rich Serhoff, And that guy pitched in like a game or two for the Phils, And he's active on Twitter. He's like, oh, I'm I'm in, I'm inducted in the relief room after after an hour. Oh, that's or two, awesome. Like, yeah. Outstanding. So yeah, those those guys now. Now, granted, there are rules. There are some guys that are not welcome. What, like so, what qualifies as
3: not being welcome?
5: And it's mostly just personal. Like there's a <laughs> like I don't really like Ricky Botalico. Okay, you know, like he's hmm. just not welcome. I never really liked him as a player. I thought he was kind of a jerk. I've seen him at like events around town, things like that. And
3: you think he's just too arrogant? So so if you're an asshole, you don't make the list.
5: I mean I mean. Oogie or is in there. Right. And that guy lit people on fire. And <laughs> yeah. He was, killed like, the guy machete. <laughs> with a machete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he's in there. So it's not a total asshole thing. It's not, there's not an asshole clause. There's just a, there's just a couple of, a couple of rules with it. And, and, and like, like JC Romero's not in there. That guy won two games in the OA world series, but I yeah. never liked him. My dad never oh. liked him, thought he was a cocky prick. I, huh. I can say prick, right?
1: Oh yeah. You, you can, can say whatever. Play. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, but that was it. Pops is like, I don't like this guy. He's not in. So there's a couple. There's there's only there's only five dudes that aren't welcome. But everybody else, it's pretty much if you if you pitched in relief, like Jeff Francor is in there, he pitched one inning,
1: and he was the only That'd pitcher. Like, uh, yeah, he was the only pitcher who, that who, game who, to who, not give up any runs.
5: That's exactly right.
3: Now who's who's the guy that um God I can't remember his name
5: um
1: that came in uh, Wilson Valdez from the
5: outfield last year.
1: Oh, last year. Well, Roman Quinn yeah. pitched.
5: Uh, what that was in last year? Uh, Kingery came in, uh, and he was just throwing lollipops to the Mets that one time. fired? Like, Sean Rodriguez pitched last year.
3: Yeah, there was somebody that was uh, firing like Ro- ninety. Like Roman, Roman like the Quinn. the second or third. Game.
1: Roman Quinn.
5: Roman Quinn. Yeah, it was it was Quinn. Yeah, Quinn was throwing darts. Wow. Okay. Yep. But that's another rule too. You, you can't be an active player. And be and be inducted. That was a uh, that was the Chad Durbin rule, because after I met Chad Durbin at spring training one year and, and he bought me a couple of beers and then he kind of became my best friend for a minute. Like I thought that was the coolest thing. And I was like, oh, good, I'm, I'm putting him in. And then and then he left the fills and then he came back after a year or two being yeah. gone and he stank, stank, stunk. He yeah. was brutal. Yeah, he was. So where one of my buddies was like, we can't have him in here anymore. He, he's hot garbage. I'm going to throw that away. So then, I had to make a Durbin rule where you have to be retired to get in, because I don't want you stinking and coming back and ruin your uh, ruin your legacy.
3: Although the legacy, like you said, some of them could be like awfully dead. But it's a
5: hilarious legacy, right? Yeah. exactly. If you're Toby Borland and you have an amazing mustache, you're in. You know, I was you're... talking about him. I
1: was just talking about him. How I hated him. <laughs>
5: <laughs> of course, but look at look at every single one of his baseball cards. Every yeah. single one of his baseball cards is a home run because it has the creepy mustache. He's yeah. always got like a, a weird leer to him. And the last, <laughs> the last Philly, yeah, exactly. I feel, like <laughs> I feel like the last Philly to ever wear number forty two before they retired it. By the way, Toby Borland.
1: Oh uh, yeah, interesting. Sure. Yeah. I, you know who else I didn't like? a so uh, nonsense information. Yeah, yeah uh, Michael Mims was another one I couldn't stand during that time. Yeah, he was another yeah. one. Is How he about interested? Mike
3: Zagurski? Oh.
5: Mike Zagurski, make your list. I love Zagurski. He's in there.
3: Yeah, nice. Oh yeah. The absolutely.
1: Last, the last you thing know, I remember uh, about Zagurski he, he was rolling around on the like he was trying to get a ground ball and he rolled around on the on the infield. Oh my god. <laughs> I think he ended up getting hurt that yeah, game. I make
5: a I make a lot of uh, I make a lot of buffet jokes with Zagursky. That's <laughs> Of uh, course, yeah. I mean, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. So,
1: so, what's your favorite but, part? You know, if, yeah. Sorry. You know
5: how I've become buddies with, with. Yeah, Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. I was just gonna say, what, what's your yeah, favorite? Yeah, I think we're having a delay or something. Yeah, There's we're having a little, little bit. Of a... Yeah, a little delay. Uh, I was gonna say, who? What's your favorite? What's your favorite piece in the yeah. relief room?
5: Oh man, I mean that. I I gotta say it's the it's the Al Holland eight x ten that I have, um, and that's that's my avatar on Twitter. It's just him, you know, barrel-chested Al Holland, and he's just... You got the the great beard, and he's making a face. You can tell it's a spring training picture. There's a couple guys in the background and whatnot. But he's just got the face like he just smelled a fart. Like, he's just got the... (laughs) Like, it's just a bad-looking face, and that's that's probably my favorite. Uh, But, I mean, people have gotten real active with me, where they're sending me game-used stuff, and Uh, I mean, so there's some really cool things there, but I think the Al Holland picture is just gold. That one just slays me every time. We, we, uh, we had, had is it filled
3: yet? Is there more room? What's
5: it is not filled? It is, I have, I have less than 300 inductees. I'm in the (sighs) 270s. Jesus. Uh, and a lot of them are baseball cards. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, and I mean, and there's guys back in like the, like the 1910s and 20s that I've got in there, and it's, it's oh wow, it's pretty wild. Uh,
2: let's let's see the product. Uh, so, he's not yeah. home. Let's see. Let's see the product.
5: I'm not at home. That's I another unfortunate you. part of tonight. Is this is this is the first time since the quarantine that these last two days that we left our home we came to my parents <laughs> yeah. to go get a little bit you know look at, stare at four different walls pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> uh so uh, unfortunately i can't walk you in there I, I, we'll set that up for the next time oh yeah we definitely there and i'll show you the hilarious pieces yeah we'll you definitely know? do it next time uh, without a doubt yes yeah, so that'll be
1: so we uh absolutely Yeah, yeah so that'd be
5: pretty sweet but it's uh yeah
1: so Matt, you were you were going to say? I, I think I knew what you were going to say uh, you, you become friendly with Scott Air. Obviously, he's he's been on our show uh, several times. He is an well, amazing right, amazing guy. Yeah,
5: pretty amazing. Well, it, it was the Zagurski segue into that. Just Scott Ayer told me just what a great guy he was because I made a couple of jokes about him, and he's like, "Oh no, no, that guy's the man." Mm-hmm. Like he he helped him out, like just with like even personal things. Like he helped him out with, and was like, "Oh no, no, I, I got you." And and Air is like, "Well, all right, this this guy's my boy now." Like this, nice, like it interesting. Was, it was really. I, I don't want to tell stories out of you know another guy's stories, but right, it was it was really cool. It made me go, "All right, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna not make a, a buffet joke the next time." <laughs> uh, but but yeah, Scott Scott Air is as cool as he seems on Twitter. Uh, and he did. He visited the relief room. And what was the coolest part of it is it was on my birthday. It just happened to be so where he was in town at the Valley Four or uh, King of Prussia uh, 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 baseball card show. He was there to sign. And just because we're friendly on Twitter, I I hit him up like, yo, dude, this Friday is my birthday. I pretty much I think you have to come here and celebrate my birthday. Uh, And he did. And it was amazing. And he brought a couple of buddies. But the buddies he brought were guys he met at the fantasy
0: camp.
1: Oh wow. Oh, no oh, yeah, like, okay. Okay. He
5: is the coolest guy. And I yeah. thought he'd come and hang out and like drink a beer and sign a couple autographs and like shake hands and peace out. He left my house at like one in the morning.
1: That's awesome.
5: Oh, man. Wow. We hung out and laughed and it was it was the coolest. Really cool. I mean how great like being a Phillies fan and having a champion from the 08 team like for for guys our age, right? Like that's that's our team. Like that's we don't have the connection yeah. with the eighty team or yeah. the eighty three team. It's either ninety-three or, or 08 for the most part. To yeah. have a guy that is just that cool and down to earth, it blew me away. It still blows me away. I'm still I'm still, you know, a Twitter about it.
1: I, I thought he was just awesome. An amazing, an amazing guest. He seems like such a nice guy. Like he, he'll randomly like message me on Twitter and just be like hey man how you doing like i'm like dude you're so like that's so cool you know um right. another one we've become friendly with um yeah. is brett myers actually um brett myers is is not as uh, he's a little more brash uh a little bit but he's again he's yeah. brett is another he's a he's a great guy which too. is for our show right. yeah yeah but he's a great guy too and uh but air and, my, and he's in yeah. there
5: just for that oh seven season
1: yeah oh, that's awesome yeah, yeah, you're right. Because he, he was, was he was, was closing. Cool.
5: He's been he's been fun he's been fun on Twitter too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
5: he was the closer for 07. He started as the opening day starter and then finished the last game of the year, uh, which was which was very cool. But yeah, he's he's been fun on Twitter as as well. I'm, it, with his music career, I can't convince him to come to my you know come to my place because I think he's just gonna think I'm uh, you know ask him to come play for free. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. He, I don't think he oh, does uh, any. I don't think he does he's, he's
5: anything for free. You know, like there's, a, there's, a, there's a, couple of un, unsung. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. Why would he? <laughs> there's a couple of other unsung guys that are <laughs> with me on Twitter that just blow me away. Like guys like Josh Lindblom mm-hmm. and like uh, Terry Adams. Terry Adams and I chat all the time, yeah. uh, and that 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 just blows me away because I didn't really like him when he played here, you know. Uh, but he's been he's been real down to earth and friendly with me and. Again, he just thinks the whole, you know, the whole idea of it's hilarious, uh, but it's just a trip for me still, just to be like, uh, like I, I had a couple of those guys send birthday messages to my oldest son, because his birthday was in March, and the whole birthday party was, you know, Ichnade, and these guys, yeah, I, I, I know about that. Yeah, he, <laughs> my birthday's right. in March, uh, and these guys all sent you know video messages to my boys, and I was going gaga about it, and the you know the eight year old is like. Okay, I never heard of this guy. Like you, that's not yeah. Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, or Aaron Nola.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
5: You know? yeah, so that is so cool. cool. It's very cool that I have just some. You know, I make some mustache jokes and some fart jokes about relief pitchers, and these guys want to come and see it.
1: And yeah. the other, the other thing too, it's like, cool. like you, great story. you, you, you know, the reason why you're such a great follow on Twitter is because not only is the whole idea unique, but you, you tell like, like say, it's, say it's. um I don't know, uh someone's birthday. And and you'll like, you'll have a fun fact about him. I'm like, where the hell does he pull this shit out of? Like you just yeah. you pull this stuff out. Like, oh he he once pitched this this way, but he got drunk at three o'clock in the morning at some bar in Northville. I'm like, what? Yeah,
5: the uh the relief room R and D department is uh <laughs> intensive. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's very fun. I mean, really, I, it's it's when I get a guy that I want to and I got a, I got some friends. Uh, you see me tweet about the Carroll brothers a lot. These are two guys that I grew up with, and they just they just send me stuff all the time. And a bunch of my other buddies. There's a couple of us that, that really started growing this together to a degree. Uh, that that really just love it. They send me stuff, and then I spend a lot of time just researching it. I'll just go and look through baseball reference in wikipedia but then i'll just google different random things and i it's it's amazing i find some some amazing facts and there's some some really there's like some guys you never heard of that have some amazing stories about them like there's one of my favorite guys his name tom hilgendorf he played in the 70s he he saved a kid drowning from drowning in the pool like that part was pretty cool he was on a road okay there was a kid in the hotel pool he saved him my favorite part of the of him is he was playing in winter ball in, in the and in somewhere in, in South America or something, some like monkey ran out and like bit his kid <laughs> and he hit the he brained the monkey with a baseball bat. That's my kind of stuff. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's so crazy. that's the that's the gold right there. Every, for everybody, I dig through and be like, well, his parents loved him and they worked hard and they raised a good boy. Like, OK, great. For every, every one of those, like, you know, every 10 of those, I get somebody brain and a monkey. It's worth it. I work hard to try to find that, that hilarious stuff. How do
4: you,
3: how do you remember all these stories and everything about that? Like, do you, like, do you study the, like, shit, I mean, I can't memorize
5: anything anymore. No, 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 no. I got almost 300 guys in there. The the spreadsheet is extensive. Right. so I have a, I have a, a January through December. I have a calendar. Oh, you literally
3: have a calendar of a spread. Yeah. Where, where it's every, like, okay, on this day it pops up. You have like calendar reminders on Outlook so and shit to say, hey, yeah, research this guy, posts about it.
5: It's it's just it's it's just like okay, here's the day, and I just look at that, and then I see I have like today was only like one or two things, but like you know yesterday there were seven or eight things, and I don't. I don't mention every single thing. Like it's something you know. Okay, this guy got drafted. Ah, right. Well, if I don't have anything that I think is funny to say about him, you know, I'm leaving that one around uh, uh, yeah. alone. But yeah, it's a calendar thing where I look at it every day. And I've got my I've got it a, a, the, the Google the Google spreadsheets I have are extensive. And if I ever <laughs> lose them, I will. You'll you'll know because I'll cancel my account right away <laughs> and just start crying. <laughs> yeah, it's in exactly.
3: sitting it's in, all, my in my sitting in a so, in the gutter somewhere it with it a bottle broke him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it, it's so funny because like it's like it's like the random. It's like yeah, uh, on this day, Roger Mason adopted a dog. And I'm like, what? Like, how the hell? like it's awesome.
5: I mean, everybody can talk about him pitching in the ninety three playoffs, you know, but nobody knows what his dog's name was. That's right. <laughs> they need me for that kind of stuff. You know? That's right. Yeah. So, that's so exactly who, right. The there,
4: randomness
3: is awesome.
1: There's That's a lot of epic mustaches in that relief room. Who is the most ep- epic mustache?
5: I I think it's probably Warren Brewstar. And because it's not just the mustache, like the the chest hair comes out of his jersey, and it's a jersey, but not you know a little bit, like <laughs> this. a little cut, lower cut, but it comes out so far. It feels like it's a mustache for him. <laughs> like, uh, so I, I feel like Warren Brewstar has probably the greatest mustache in the relief room. But I mean, you got, I mean, there's so many to go to. You can go to the Toby Borland with the, you know, the hilarity. You can go to Dan shot with the classic push broom. Uh, I mean, Sparky Lyle, Sparky Lyle. Uh, yeah, yeah, for he, a bit. I mean, he had the he had crazy mustache, hair so. too, but if I got to choose one, I'm going with Brewster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You. Big time, like like the the Carroll brothers got me a like a little a little like a, a bar of soap with Sparky Lyle's face on it. That, that in him and his Phillies Phillies gear on a bar of soap. I mean, like I how would you find that? that? <laughs> <laughs> so I got people doing my bidding a little bit too. Sometimes it's amazing.
3: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I've seen I've seen you uh, oh, yeah, post a, a few. uh fan as far as the
5: uh, yeah. as far as the month goes, that's I,
1: awesome. I've seen you post some uh, like you know used equipment stuff like that. Like, hey, so and so just sent me this. I'm like, damn, that's awesome. Oh, you there? Uh, we lost Gary. Yeah. Oh, oh, we lost Gary. Okay, he'll be back. Yeah, it's all right. Are you still there, Sean? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me?
5: All right, you were in the middle. You were in the middle. I can hear you.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say people send you. Yeah, pretty... Sean, you sound delayed. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what I was gonna say is uh, people send you. Oh. People send you some pretty cool stuff. Like, what, what was the coolest like piece of like used equipment you've received?
5: You know, I uh, he's not active on Twitter anymore. He closed his account. But I got to be friendly with a guy who was the uh, groundskeeper for the Phillies, and so he sent me. And what is now the because in the in the relief room, it's just the 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 one you know the the sink and you know, the one sink, and underneath is a cabinet and a couple of drawers. Uh-huh. So it's now the handle of that one cabinet that opens up is a a game used bat used by Don Carmen. Oh wow! Uh, who was, he? Was he was primarily a starter, but he started as a reliever. And he was my sister's favorite player growing up, so I have literally every single one of his baseball cards because she collected every one. Uh, so he he gets the biggest deference there. But it was a game used bat by him that he signed. And what was funny about it was that on, on the bat where they embossed the you know the name, they spelled his name wrong.
1: <laughs> What's it,
5: like Cramen? You know, That's you how It was it was Carman. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty funny, but this but this this guy also sent me a couple of a couple of balls. He sent me a he get a, a full game used bat by Ken Takulvi, one by Vince Velasquez. Uh, he sent me a Pitalico, which I sent back to him. <laughs> uh, he sent me a Mitch Williams bat, like just just some cool game used bat stuff. And then he told me uh, I made an Amari Amari Telemaco joke one time on Twitter, and he sent me a picture of a of a game used glove that he used uh, that Talamaka used in his last game for oh, wow. it came off and he and he ph- Jeff and he's like yo I'm gonna send you this and then he deactivated from Twitter so I can't I can't find him oh, right now oh wow but, uh, he couldn't hit him off to yeah yeah but I mean, maybe that's just circumstantial I mean a lot of us are depressed about no ball so maybe he's just like no forget it I'm disengaging until I'm I'm back you know back to it but that's the that's the coolest stuff but uh that's the the, the coolest game used stuff but there's like there's a guy out there that that draws baseball players and he draws baseball player cards. And, and you, you know, it's, it's called, I draw baseball cards, you know, is his, is his handle. And his name is Mark Mosley. And he has sent me a couple of them because he he follows me as well and thinks it's funny. And, and just, he sent me a couple of really cool, just he he just looks at a baseball card and redraws it. So the Porphy, the Porfirio Altamirano that he sent me is, uh, is one of my favorite things. Uh, but there's other guys that do the same thing they one guy made me like it was tiny it was like a, a postage stamp and it was all hand drawn of just pat Nishek's face it was like <laughs> it was just really just really cool uh which he was really cool to me too like i met him a couple times and uh he he knew who i was which still just blows me away and i was like yo hey i run this site we interact on the relief room and he's like you you're the guy oh, you're the guy oh, that's, like, awesome.
1: <laughs> that's awesome that's <laughs>
5: awesome he's like thanks for being so good to me i'm like well that's Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah N- awesome. Nishak just you know, seems just like cool,
1: a cool man. dude, man. He he really seems really like a cool, cool dude.
5: Yeah, yeah. I've got great interactions with him, and like I would go to like the you know before the, the COVID stuff where you could go down and meet the ball players at the at the the uh, Lou Gary thing, the ALS festival that they would do, which was awesome. I would go meet those guys and tell them all my story, and they would all laugh about it. <laughs> then I'd see them the next year and like, oh, you're still a thing. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going away. My wife's okay with it.
1: You, you got to work on getting that's an Antonio awesome. off a, an a six figure glove.
5: See, that would be amazing. I have a, I have a great eight by 10 of him that's signed that actually shows him pitching and you can see the, you know, the, the little nub off the end uh, and that's, that's wow. really awesome. But yeah, if I, or I could, if I could get that, that glove or the Greg Harris, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the multi glove, ambidextrous yeah. glove. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be pretty, pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, uh, Scott Ayer told me a couple of fun Alfonseca stories, which is pretty cool. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like one of like my one of my buddies, Mike Carroll, he made he makes me all these these ridiculous. Uh, like if you see me do anything that has any of the Photoshop stuff, like he made a, a joke about Antonio Alfonseca with the six fingered man from The Princess Bride. <laughs> and, and he just superimposed him on the movie poster of it and showed his little That's number awesome. of everything and, and Ego Matoya and all that stuff. And he does all this really cool stuff. I have a couple of actual books. He printed them out for me and I have them in the relief room. And it's just Philly relievers in silly, uh, you know, movie poses. And Scott Ayer was the heir up there from a <laughs> Kevin Bacon movie. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty fun.
1: So, what what are your thoughts uh, while we have you on? What are your thoughts about baseball right now? Because when we when we decide we we're going to do, because we haven't been doing a lot of shows lately with no sports, so we've been kind of picking and choosing uh, when we're going to do shows. Like if you know, if we feel like there's stuff to talk about, we'll do one. Uh, this week, I jumped on earlier in the week. I said, "Let's do a show" because I feel that baseball's coming. And then today, the news breaks out that <laughs> breaks out that Corona broke out in the Phillies facility. <laughs> Now, I'm not so sure. And I don't know what your thoughts are. Um, you know, it's, what's your overall feeling?
5: Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough. Uh, I was real optimistic for a while, thinking that we would, we would be able to see ball with no fans. Uh, but I was hoping, I was optimistic that we'd be able to see some ball. At this point, after seeing that and seeing like some of the some of the NFL and some of the college things that are going on too, where the same things they're getting people back together and then this is all breaking out, I'm pessimistic, but I still think it's going to happen. I still think they're going to get some some semblance of a season in. I don't know if it's the smartest thing or not, but
3: uh, do you think that I, they're just going to do kind of what the world's doing and basically say, "Hey, look." if if you if you have it you're quarantined for two weeks the show goes on
5: yeah i do okay i do because i think if it's if it's really if it's guys like us that that get it we're gonna beat it right unless we have some immunocompromised issue yeah we're gonna be okay but if we interact with our parents or grandparents or something like that that's where it gets dicey right like okay they might they might pass away and not have any any problems about it but we're gonna live with it for 40 more years on the guilt of it right uh, yeah, but at the
3: same time, what if it's one half of one percent of of the MLB that has an immune system, something like the John Dornboss thing where he got traded and he would like right. somebody might die
5: from this and then what happens? Right. That's huge. That's huge, because think about it like if it's a if it's a trainer or a manager or a coach or somebody that's that's that too. Yeah, old yeah. or something, yeah. right? That, that, that Frank that. Robinson's
3: probably still coaching somewhere. <laughs>
5: I mean what do you do in that situation that's that's really tricky so it's uh it's tough like i i want it back in such a bad way like I, i've gotten used to this retired lifestyle but i like it a lot more if i have fransky in la to listen to on the radio you know uh so it's it's tough i i i want it i don't know if it's the smartest or the best thing i i, I still think we're going to see at least 60 games i think we will
3: and that's you know the other part yeah. of it is of course they, the the two, you know, Manfred and Clark can't get their heads out of their asses. So that's the other half
5: of it. They're just posturing for the, for the next CBA. Right. I mean, that's a lot of it.
3: Yeah. It's interesting. I, you know, I was saying that I was like the King of clickbait when I seen um, Manfred said, Manfred's like, Hey, 60 games. We, we, we worked it out. I flew down there. We worked it out. It's all right. I'm like, all right, we're going to have baseball. And then Clark's like,
5: Whoa. Yeah, pump the brake. Yeah, hold my beard. Yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. And I was like, "Oh, I bit into it. I, uh-huh. I, I let him, I let the posturing. I, oh, uh, exactly. I, was I was such an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: yeah, for sure. It's it's tough. I, 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 don't know. And I don't know when I'll be rushing back to a ballpark too. Like that's yeah, such a joy of mine. And like I started with my dad. Like that's a joy of our families. We go there. I take my kids. Like that's a thing. I have season tickets. I don't know if I'm rushing back,
1: you know? Yeah. Do you have 100... full
3: season or just partial?
1: No, no partial. Okay. 100% yeah. agree with yeah, you I there. I don't work. Yeah. yeah.
5: Right.
3: Yeah, unless, unless, there's, unless there's a vaccine.
5: Right. That's a big part of it. Because, yeah, you know, I mean you can you can situate it in the in the place in the actual seating where okay fine you don't sit near each other but every time you got to go get a bite or a drink or take a leak or whatever it is then you're you're right in there with everybody else and i'm not i'm not in a hurry to take my kids back to that environment i'm not i'm not in a hurry to take my dad who's almost 70 years old back to that environment that's that just sucks because you know when you're at the park you want to be you're with your people you want to hide strangers like if we hit a walk off home run i'm hugging strangers like yeah, yeah yeah part of the joy of being there you know yeah. so, it's yeah. it's it's
3: well it's tough it's tough in general i mean like even like a neighbor or something like that like i can't i can't handshake i can't handshake my dad when i like yeah it, it's yeah. it's weird
5: i'm a i'm a hugger like yeah. i'm a i i, I I've, my closest friends i've had for 30 years like they don't see me without getting gripped up yeah and i'm a, I'm a big dumb animal like i i i grip my guys up like
2: that's the way it works friends yeah. don't shake hands it got a hug <laughs>
5: <laughs> the fellows have come over like to sit in the yard kind of thing to do a, a beer you know a, a, you know sit across the yard kind of thing and they're like it's weird. I don't come to your house without getting a hug. Like this isn't this isn't right. All right.
2: Yeah.
5: That's a. It's tough. That part's tough, man. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I, I wonder about all those all those people that had like second families.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what <are they> <laughs> oh. <laughs> all, all those people yeah, second families. <laughs> so, yeah.
5: Crazy stuff, man. Crazy so stuff. I, I just, yeah. I need, I need yeah. back. I can, I can handle anything else if I've got ball. Like that's my, that's my summer companion. It's always yeah. there. It's
2: no, yeah, crazy. just say hi. Yeah, everybody. Hi. hi. Hey, hi. My, my, little one.
4: Who's hey, that? Who's
2: Figure it out. You know who they are. The same. That's know the same amigos, that's Mike. Who's that? That's oh, Mister. Who's that? That's. Sean,
4: that's Mr. Our
2: guest tonight. He's that. That's you, Sully.
4: That. That's me. He's Dad. That. That's Mike. He's that.
2: That's Matt. Give me a
4: Who's Matt?
2: He's our guest tonight. Who's your guest? <laughs> <laughs> Who's on <laughs> first? Who's that's Mr. I'm the one here. That,
5: I'm the one that's here.
2: That's Toby <laughs> Borland.
5: All right. That's enough. That,
1: that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh so so Matt, why why don't we I mean I have it here on Facebook Live. Uh, I, have on, I have it here on I have it here on Facebook Live, but how can people
4: it's on his shirt.
1: Alright, let me let me let's try this again.
5: Yeah.
1: How can uh, how can people find you, Matt? Uh where can they find you on Twitter? Uh
5: Twitter is at the relief room. That's uh that's the spot for me. I uh I don't have a Facebook page with it. I only have a Twitter page. I, I did Tumblr like a number of years ago, but I've dissolved that. But uh so it's Twitter. Twitter at the relief room or in normal years at the ballpark.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome man. Yeah nice. it, like you just said, normal yeah. years and we know how that's going right now, so that's <laughs> Right. This right, is exactly. this is uh the exact opposite of yeah, all man, we that.
3: Gotta, we gotta uh... Yeah, in a year or two, whenever the hell this does end, man, we got to meet up at the ballpark or something. We gotta, we gotta get I, together and I, do something like I that. I am
5: Full in, and and really, I am, I am full in on you know invitations to what the playoffs. You know, like yes, that All right. because I, could, <laughs> I, I I send. Seven. I take some videos of it, of course, every so often, and post it Can on Twitter. But talk? to see it and to actually spend a little time and uh, you know kind of soak it in a little bit—that's the—that's the money move. So. Yeah, when nice. when we're all when we're all able to shake hands and you know hug hug friends again, you guys come over, we'll uh, we'll drink a beer or six and uh and go through the relief room. It's it's pretty cool. Dude, absol- nice. absolutely,
1: yeah. man. Let's we'll do it. And and uh, yeah. you know, when we're when we're able to be together and we're not doing this digital remote thing, we'll have to have you on for sure.
5: Yeah, Jackpot. And and you know, next time when the, the, the two random days when I I'm not at home. I'll take it from the relief room and uh, all right. you know, show you all around and I mean it's it's not big. <laughs> it's not big, but it's uh it's
2: magical. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It's weird we're asking you to show us your toilet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, where's the shitter? Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly.
0: This town needs an enema. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Matt, thank you so much. That's
5: the kind of jokes I make all the time. Yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. We appreciate (laughs) it. And, uh, yeah, again,
5: I appreciate it a lot, man. Great great, fun, good fans. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Awesome interview, man.
1: Cheers. Cheers, brother. I'm
3: I'm getting
5: new one. Be
1: well. All right, right, man. I'll talk to you. That was awesome. That was awesome. Bye. That was cool.
4: Yeah, he was down there the time,
3: yeah.
1: Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, great I, stories and,
3: and, and the, <coughs> uh, I was just going to say, yeah, great, great stories and, and just kind of a, you know, all the different, you know, uncommon knowledge, I guess you would call
2: it that, that he has it was, it was really cool.
1: Yeah. Seems
2: like a down to earth type guy too.
1: Yeah, I never even knew what he looked like. I didn't know how you know, I didn't know any I just know him as the relief room guy and uh I hit him up because 'cause I, I've been wanting to get him on um for a little while. You know, and uh I figured, hey, you know what? Baseball I thought would be coming back soon, so I figured I'd reach out to him. So Uh Mike, you ready yeah. for some fuck you been?
3: Yeah, give me give me like a, a minute. Okay. I gotta take a break. All right, sounds good. <laughs> so talk about yourself. All right. I'll be back.
1: All right. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was it was cool to. Uh, it was different. Yeah, for sure. It was different, for sure. Yeah, I figured because uh, though. Yeah, I mean, you're barely on Twitter, and Mike's not on Twitter at all. So I, I, you know, I wasn't sure if you knew who he was, but yeah, he's got a pretty decent following. And again, his uh, his facts, you know, his daily facts about these guys is is awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. So. Um, like his his
2: Philly knowledge and his Philly's. Just what he knows about them He didn't have to think he Just just to spin it out
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's That's impressive
1: Yeah meanwhile We, we can't think of The uh, the Cowboys linebacker I'm trying to think Of his name Like uh, You know When we did it again Well uh. oh,
2: We're a different animal I guess
1: I didn't mean to mute you Earlier I was trying to talk And I couldn't Hear myself think
2: <laughs> oh, I get it brother Yeah What's I'll up? take that for a
1: What's up Drumheller uh, I got a. He uh, want to know what we're drinking. I'm, I'm drinking a little golden pills in there. Actually, that was a while ago. He asked that for some reason. The message just showed up. I don't know. Stupid. This 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 streaming thing, man. We gotta get we gotta get back in house again. This this whole like trying to do it remotely. I agree, dude. You know, like our shows aren't. You know, I I feel like it's not as. It's just different, you know. And there's delays and there's there's issues and, you know, all that stuff. But we're trying to do it the best we can.
2: So what's the uh, anticipated launch of our show? Relaunch, shall I say? I,
1: I mean, I'm hoping middle July, you know. I'm hoping middle July we, we, we can get back to it. But we'll see what happens. I, I don't know.
2: There might not be much more to talk about even coming then, John.
1: As far as sports, bro. Uh, Mark, Mark said you're drinking. You, hey, Mark, Mark said you win. You're drinking at Belgium, so you win. What? Giddy up! What? What? Yeah, I'm a. Uh, just turn it down. Mom. Yeah, I'm going a little light here, Mark. Hey, do it in Florida from the Rona bubble. He said. Everybody just playing the Rona bubble. <laughs> All right, you let me yeah, know. Yeah, it's well as a
3: hotspot because they decided to come out little
1: early. Yeah, exactly. You let me know when you're ready, Mike. I'll play the the, the playing song. I'm curious to see who Mike picked out. All right, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Fuck you, Ben. Fuck you, Ben.
4: Fuck you, Ben.
0: Fuck you,
4: Ben. Fuck you, Ben. Fuck you, Ben. Fuck you, Ben. Where the fuck you been? Where the fuck you been?
0: I stuck my big <laughs> black johnson right down his goddamn throat
1: go ahead mike
3: so i don't know if this guy has a uh black johnson but uh you know he might uh so sean hit me up yesterday uh said hey you want to do it i was like all right i'll do it i'm trying to figure out who to do and uh read an article this week uh about um just some random facts. So there was, a, and it was um, the most underrated eagle ever. Oh. Was the article.
1: Most underrated eagle ever. Can you give me an era? Like a. Uh, the 90s. Underrated. Offense or defense? Defense? A defensive play? I, I mean, I, I immediately go to Mike Momola because I think people shit on him so much and it's unfair.
2: He wasn't played in his right position.
1: No, but I'm guessing it's not him. How about Michael Zordich? No? No. All right. So you guys ready? Good. yeah Yeah. Clyde Simmons. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he, I, and to me, he wasn't re I felt that he was a he, phenomenal, phenomenal player. Uh, yeah. I mean, he. Well, was, yeah. He, I'm just
3: saying that he doesn't get the credit he deserves.
1: No, probably not. Like, it, it, like Jerome Brown gets a lot more love than Clyde Simmons did, and Clyde Simmons was here, unfortunately. Jerome Brown played like three years. Yeah, Clyde Simmons was yeah. here for a long time. Yeah.
3: All right, so here's here's some uh, stats about him. Uh, so he was born August 4th, 64, so I guess he's turning 56 soon. What a
1: poisonous ladybug.
3: He played in the 83 Division Double A Championship game. Right. He was a ninth-round pick in 86. Oh, what? not have a ninth-round now. He was a ninth-round
1: pick. Clyde Simmons was a ninth-round pick? He played for the Eagles for – Yes. Get your water and goodbye. Get your water and goodbye. Right, hold on. Okay. That is yours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To...
3: Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's fine.
1: Yeah, this is what happens. I, when I'm do used to sh- doing that. We do a show remotely, man. What are you going to do? It is what it is, man. Yep.
3: So. So he played uh played for the Eagles from 86 to 93. Played for the Cards from 94 to 95. With Seth played for the Jags With... 96 to
1: 97. Oh, I don't remember that.
4: <laughs> yeah, ninety-five.
1: What did do he do? Ninety-four, ninety-five.
3: Um, Ninety-four, ninety-five was the cards. The Jags were ninety-six, ninety-seven. Bengals were ninety-eight. Bears were ninety-nine in two thousand. He played fifteen years. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Lock that door. I don't want... With that being said he only made it to two pro bowls
1: That's disrespectful. Had
3: two all-pro season.
1: Yeah. That's disrespectful. Yeah. How does he only how does he only make two pro bowls with a career yeah. like that?
3: Right. Two pro bowls, two all-pro, two second team all-pro. So he made two pro bowls, but yet he was made the second team all-pro twice. And,
1: and in addition. yeah, it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, no
2: what guys were around them. Well, I mean, who who was he playing with? Yeah, and who who what guys made the Pro Bowl that played the same
1: position? Yeah, you know, but the you know f- I mean? fifteen years, man. Yeah, I mean,
3: but you know, if you're an all pro or second team all pro, you should, you would think you'd but but I mean, you know, he, he did play the era of Bruce Smith and Reggie White and, you know those two guys always you know, obviously were were two of them. Um but anyway, a couple other things. He had 19 sacks in 92. two.
1: Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Yeah, led he, the league. He was second. Holy he was, shit. yeah, he was second Eagles all time behind Reggie White. Right? Damn. Yeah. So
3: he yeah 121 and a half sacks he retired with. It's 21st all time now. 11th all time when he retired.
2: That's Jesus. Yeah. That is disrespectful.
3: Yeah. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. His TD return from Jim Kelly in the Bills is. I
2: remember that game.
3: Yeah, was a uh, was a great return. So anyway, so that's uh, that's kind of who he was. Now, what is he doing, or what did he do? So after he retired, he worked for a mortgage company for a little bit, and then as a probation officer. Took a job with his old coach's son, Rex Ryan, Hmm. as an intern coach in 2010.
1: Oh, wow. And that's it?
3: So then after that, that was 2010. So then he was the Rams assistant defensive line coach from 2012 to 2016. So that's Aaron Donald in his rookie year, his rookie of the year season. Robert Quinn had 19 sacks, most in team history when he was with them. Uh, from there, he moved on to the Browns' defensive line coach for 2017 and 18, uh, and then seemingly took a step down to Missouri Baptist University' the line coach. Wow, you left
1: the NFL. And his
3: latest role, he currently, he currently, yeah, for yeah, that. So um,
2: coaches do have to be closer to their family, spend more time that, with their family. You
3: know what? That's that's probably a really good point. Yeah. Um, and then his nail, his, uh, he currently accepted a job at his alma mater. So where he played that division one, double a championship game at Western Carolina, he's the defensive line coach there.
1: That's probably the thing. He's probably with his
3: exciting. Yeah. So he didn't really have anything off the wall, crazy about his career. Nothing, you know, noteworthy, but I still thought it would be kind of cool to catch up on. No, that's what cool. I
1: I, I didn't know I didn't know he was uh he was coaching in the league, so that's that's pretty cool. And and still and still associate yeah. with football. Yeah, fifteen year I knew he played for a while. I didn't know it was fifteen years, man. That's and, yeah, I, just, I, and I remember him being here for about, eight about years. a year. Of- yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Uh all right, so I got one more do you guys have other stuff to talk about? Because I got one more thing I I want to bring up. No? All right, yeah, brother. All nah, right, I do really think this
3: is too much for Naya.
1: Yeah. Um. So this is.
4: Uh...
1: <laughs> so this is uh, this is pretty messed up. Did you just spit out your beer? Nah. So with everything going on, I figured I would end the show with a feel-good story. Dan Carcillo, Dan Carcillo and Garrett Taylor. Uh, yeah, Dan Carcillo and Garrett Taylor uh, are bringing forth a uh, lawsuit. Uh, it's it's being launched out of Toronto, and it's against the Canadian Hockey League, the Western, so the CHL, the WHL, the Western Hockey League, the Ontario League, and the Quebec League. All right. So, according to the lawsuit. Uh, both players, Carcillo and Garrett Taylor, were among others in the class that were forced to masturbate in front of teammates and coaches, forced to sexually assault teammates, to consume uh, saliva, urine, semen, and feces of other players, and to sexually engage with animals. But they were also uh, um, alleged that it was also alleged that they had um, objects like. Um, uh he- like heavy objects that tied to their like tied to their genitals and that they had um, brooms and food forced into their anuses. Damn and it's also What's that a broom you <laughs> and it's also alleged that they were forced to consume large amounts of alcohol and drugs. So Carcillo alleges that he was subject had to take he was being forced to.
3: He, t- he took part. Like, he was one of the ones... Holy shit.
1: He was a rookie. Yes, so-
3: this is a feel-good
2: end of the
1: show. Of the show. A joke. Joe, Joe yeah. Trofeo uh-huh. goes, this is a feel-good end of the show?
2: Like, what the fuck, dude? Like,
1: Jesus Christ. So, Carcillo was alleged... you I
2: mean, get hated. But-
1: <laughs> Jesus. Carcillo alleges that he was subject to yeah, almost constant and repetitive abuse while he was playing for the... Um, what the hell is the name of the team? Uh, this, I don't know who this thing is. So I guess Canadian Hockey League team back in two thousand two. He alleges that nothing was done to protect him and that other the other twelve rookies on the team, despite the the fact that the coach and the GM were aware of this what was happening, that they let the abuse happen. Uh, they feel that uh, feels that it left him per, uh, permanently traumatized. That he, severe, that he suffered severe mental health well, issues that were not present before the abuse he had endured. So here are some of the things that, do you want to, like, I don't know, do you want to go further? Some of the things that happened? I mean,
4: Thank
3: you, sir. I think what uh, you said is a motherfucker.
1: During showers, rookies were required to sit in the middle of the shower room naked while the older players pissed on them spat saliva and tobacco <laughs> chew on them. At least, once, at least once, the coach would walk in and laugh and walk out. Rookies were repetitively hit on their bare asses with a sawed-off uh, hockey stick, goalie stick, developing large welts and open sores. The injuries were so bad that they couldn't even sit down, even while attending the local high school classes. They advised the team staff of this abuse and they did not stop. So again, remember, this is early 2000s. These are high school, high school this kids. This isn't that long ago. Yeah. yeah. On road trips, the rookies would be stripped naked and sent yeah. to the bus bathroom eight at a time. The older players would tape the boys' clothes up in a ball, which were then thrown into the bathroom. The boys were then basically stuffed in the bathroom. They were not allowed out until they were dressed, which could take hours. Older players would then pour chew, saliva, and piss on them in the bathroom through the vents. Rookies had to bob. This is the one that gets me. <sighs> Rookies had a bob for apples and a cooler filled with the older players' urine, saliva, and other bodily fluids. Ew. The older players would put rookies in a laundry bin on wheels four at a time. Now, this one actually kind of sounds fun. They would run in the laundry bin through a wall as fast as they could go. Uh, players would then suffer injuries, including being knocked out unconscious. It was called the rookie rocket. Now I, I have to be honest. I was pushed home. In a, I was I was pushed home in a shopping cart a few times. So
2: I wonder if that's worse than a red rocket.
1: Even yeah, I mean, you weren't con- you
3: didn't get a concussion and yeah, weren't unconscious and
2: yeah that's true. My my question is why 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 all of a, why is it bothering you now? Why yeah, did, why is it coming why up why now? You decide to file a lawsuit
1: now. I'm not done
2: yet. What caused that? Okay. Okay, go ahead. I'll smack you in the mouth. I'm Neil Diamond.
1: Older players would organize organize orgies at house parties. Rookies were required to take part in sexual acts while the older players would watch and take part. The head coach would walk in on the naked rookie being taped to a table with his ass in the air. Older players whipping him with a belt, sticking food up his anus the coach would also take part whipping the child and laughing as the child would cry. So these are some of the things. Jesus. Yeah. So, hold on, Joe, Joe Truffio just jumped in. He said, he said he had been tweeting for a long time that he has things to tell. And the thing with, with Carcillo, when you're in the NHL, um, that's not – like he's not going to come out while he's playing in the NHL, right, to say stuff like this? You know, I, I don't well, how know. How long has he been out of the NHL? Only a few years. Two years? Three years maybe? I don't think he's been out that long. Because he's playing at the Blackhawks oh, really? for a while. Yeah, he was with the Blackhawks for a little while.
2: Well, after the Blackhawks won the championship, he didn't play hockey no
1: more. I mean, that's – am I wrong? I mean, that's eight years ago.
2: Yeah, this – you know – I mean, why now?
1: I mean, look. No, Carcello
3: has been. I feel like it's hasn't been that long.
1: No, he was he was with them until 2015. The f- so four wow. four years, four and a half years, he's been out. But still, uh, okay. I mean, all they, right. At first, they were talking about concussions. You know that he he said he was he, he was kind of on a concussion kick for a little while there, where you know he he felt that his behavior was caused by concussions and stuff like that um you know he was he was he was he was doing things that were kind of a little off to the, to the normal person you know saying things that weren't exactly you know considered normal i guess and he was blaming it on concussions he wasn't exactly but in he yeah, was trauma yeah i mean he wasn't exactly the most uh ptsd yeah yeah, he could. Yeah, it could have been, and and on the ice, he was he was a he was a rager, man. Like that dude would go off. Oh, he's
2: nasty. Yeah, he's a nasty motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Uh, Joe said, "Do you think he's going to go for a cash grab for a tell-all book or documentary?" I man, I, I don't well, know whether, but,
2: whether, whether whether that's the case or not. Maybe this. I'm sure that's still going on in that league. You know what I mean? Because no, nothing has been done about it. Maybe this will help. That it'll stop. Yeah, that's a shame.
3: Yeah, man. it's interesting how some of this stuff comes out.
2: It is a shame. Like who are you? Who are you to to, to put your square your children in a cup? And make me drink it? Fuck you! What the fuck?
3: Yeah, I mean this might be worse what than the, the fuck. The, this might be worse than the the girls uh, gymnastics team.
2: No wonder he wants to fucking murder everybody when he's on the ice. Yeah,
1: it's, Fuck, man. I tell you what, even if half the stories here are true, I mean, that's just messed up. And the fact that the, the coaches were in on it and all that stuff, that it's just. It's it, beyond extreme. Yeah.
2: I'm so, just playing so, it's not in America.
1: So to answer Joe's question, I I don't know if he does. I remember that, Mike. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't yeah. know if Carcillo goes out and does something like this. Uh, but then again, I mean, there's been movies it, about the Penn State thing. There's been movies Joe, about if, Dupont.
3: Uh, yeah, but at the same time, if if Carcillo does it, he loses the credibility of what his story is.
2: I, there's got to be facts and and proof that. That are if it, on it.
3: Right. It becomes if it becomes a cash grab, then it's not it's not as credible.
1: Right, and he's doing this lawsuit now, right? And he's with someone else doing it. Someone else that he was in his class with him. It's two it's two players mm-hmm. going out, you know. Look, team team sports can get kind of weird sometimes, you know. I, I know they're a little more tight now. Uh the rules are a little more tighter now. But back, to, I mean, think about it. I mean, you hear all kinds of stories of razzing, razzing in general. It, it, not even in sports, like in college, you know, the, the frat houses and stuff. They're cracking down on all that stuff. Yeah. You know, th- these kids are getting messed up. Yeah, but that
3: hazing stuff is, Yeah, but that hazing stuff has been, been cracked down on since two thousand.
2: Wasn't there a high school football team in Jersey that was doing this? They got caught and they canceled the rest of their season.
1: Was it Rockers? Yeah, there was something what, I don't know. What, was I, it wasn't like they were running around the field naked or something. There was something weird going on there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That uh, yeah, I think it was Rockers. The coach was encouraging it.
2: Mm-hmm. He was arrested. The coach got arrested.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't that long ago we talked about that, but the. The other thing too is the dolphin. Remember the dolphins uh, lineman that uh that fucking dickhead. Uh what was his name? Incognita. Hey, Incognita yeah, all that stuff was Incognita. going on with him. Yeah. Uh don't say it, guy. Um <laughs> I won't. Um not today, brother. No. Uh you know, all that stuff was going on. That that had a big crackdown. Uh and, no, and my wife, yeah. you know, my wife is in the college uh, atmosphere all the time. She has been for mo- most of her life, aside from doing as a profession. I mean, she went to school for eight years, and then even after that, she was she was with colleges and and, and, and teams and you know, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Phillies and all that stuff. She saw all that stuff. She knew it was that Razzin was going on. So that stuff st- maybe it calmed down, but it's it's still happening.
2: Well, what about the uh, the player that uh, was homosexual and got hazed? Sams or Sims or whatever the hell his name was? You remember that a few years back?
3: Missouri. Yeah, Missouri guy got, got drafted.
2: Did yeah. he get hazed? Yeah. That's what broke the story.
1: Hmm.
2: Wow. Well, he's, not, he's not in the NFL no more.
1: Wow. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I, uh, I believe you. Yeah, I
2: didn't hear too much about that.
3: I mean, I heard about him –
1: it was four minutes.
3: Man, that's messed up. Hmm. But he came – he was the one that got drafted out of college that they knew, right? Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, this, so this, the, this story broke – this story broke this week. I guess Gary just saw the uh, – <laughs> I can't. This story just broke this week, and I and I thought it was a uh, pretty <laughs> Christ. I, I can't.
2: Even. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, <laughs> and I
1: don't even know where it's going. I
3: just hope I find it along the way. Uh,
1: and I was going to say, what is Rump on? And I was going to say that uh, I I was taking a story seriously, and I put that up on the overlay. Um no but the the truth is like yeah, I, I saw yeah, this, I saw the story and I was like man this is this is heavy stuff. I figured, uh you know, I want to bring it up and uh talk about Because, you know it is the truth, man, like hazen and all that stuff, it still happens i mean, but this is eighteen years ago at this point, but you know yeah, a lot of these players, man, these players go you know they think about it Let's, you know, I'm sure we've all been at a party where someone did something completely stupid, right. These are guys together all oh, yeah. the t- these are guys together all the time, and that whole teammate aspect and and when you're around guys all the time and yeah ball breaking and razzing, that stuff happens this is that i can yeah, never, the machoism, yeah. i I'm sorry guys I can never jerk off in front of you sorry hate the dis- oh, nah,
2: yeah. hate the disappoint, Golly. But,
1: <laughs> or like you know. If you see me one night, you'd be like, what's he doing?
4: You old fat bitch! You fat bitch!
1: I'm just hitting it. All right. (sighs) I think it's that time, boys. Yeah,
3: it's about time to wrap this shit up. (laughs) Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. Well, you know, we're we're trying to do the best we can doing this stuff remotely. Hey, I made it to work. I made it work this time. You guys were able to heal sandboard and everything, so that worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Good job. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, you always
3: do a good
1: job with that stuff. I tried. I I dropped the ball last time. I had issues last time and uh I couldn't remember how I had to set up. Yeah, and it's then, not easy. No. Nah, it, it's actually if you saw it, you'd be like, "What the hell?" It's really weird the way I have it, but hey, it worked and we had a guest on the night and uh thanks 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 to Matt Edwards the relief room for coming on the night. That was he was a great guest, man. Really good guest. Uh, he, he just gave us a yeah, shout absolutely. on a shout out on Twitter, which is pretty cool. Um, so I know I hope this I hope the show is at least a yeah, little he, bit he enjoyable. Be a, he can be one of the
3: guys.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. He can definitely jump on with us again. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I I hope the show is at least a little bit enjoyable. I know it's it's difficult doing it this way for us. Um, you know, it's the camaraderie is like it's it's just weird, but. Uh, but we hope it turns out okay. It's different. Yeah, we hope it turns out all right with you guys. I think it will. I think it will. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks guys for joining tonight too. And um, and That's everyone, yeah, everyone, pleasure. Yeah, and everyone has listened. Thank you guys so much. And I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see you guys soon. A couple weeks. You know, hopefully sports are coming back.
3: Yeah, hopefully we have some sports. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yep. So. Mm. All right, Mike, you're going to play us out, Mike? Let's do it. All right. Get
3: us out.